Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Drifting Prime, and I am your host, Gerald Hernandez. And this week's guest is Stephen Jasper. Stephen is a newcomer to the drifting scene, and at only 19 years old, he is going to be running the Drift League and hopefully other events as well throughout the season. Uh, young kid just getting started in the drifting scene. Um, I hope to see great things from him. He's going to be working with M- Wisdom Productions next year, and they're going to be kind of doing this whole um kind of like a, a not necessarily a documentary or maybe but just kind of like uh they're going to do a mini a mini series excuse me a mini series of someone trying to get to the pro series especially with someone as young as him he's still young he has a lot to learn and he's more adaptable i believe younger people are more adaptable to uh making these things happen and, and i really wish the best for him but uh thank you and i hope you guys enjoy the show Hello. Yellow. Hey. Hey, how you doing, man? Pretty great. How about you? Not too bad. Uh, just got home from Christmas shopping and all that fun stuff. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yes. Finished up with work for the day, so I'm ready to do this. <laughs> oh, nice. What do you do? Or what, uh, what do you I do. do so there's, there's a few different things. We have a. I'm working with my friends. We have this social media marketing business, so. I was working getting some leads for that so we can call them and basically we'll, we could like build a website or like um, like run an ad campaign or do their social media and stuff like that. Um, and then the other thing that we do is actually there's Bitcoin trading and there's also uh, penny stocks. So it's also some day trading in there. Oh, shit. Um, You're smart, smart. <laughs> thank you, man. My friends, my friends are really good with like programming and stuff. So I'm good with like concept uh concepts and all that stuff and i'm learning some some about programming but they're definitely they have many years in there so they're better than me at that stuff but i work on other uh we have like a whole team dynamic thing going so it's it's pretty fun oh sweet i know nothing of what you're saying so (laughs) so someone might that listens to this thing um anyways man uh thank you for coming on um so we'll get into your introduction in a second uh dave actually told me about you and what you guys are going to be doing next season i thought was pretty cool and i wanted to get both you on but he forgot the 15th was a sunday so we'll get him his own episode but sounds good yeah uh anyways if you want to if you'd like to go ahead and introduce yourself um what you're going to be doing where you're going to be doing it and what you're going to be doing it in sounds good so I'm, I'm Steven Jasper. I'm 19 years old. I, I live in Northern California. I'm uh, currently in Napa. And um, basically, I'm going to be... I'm I'm a drift rookie, like, completely. I've never really been to, like, a full drift event. Um, I, I have a background with, like, some motorsport stuff. Like, I did a lot of go-karting uh, when I was younger. And then I also have, like, a lot of off-road experience with my dad and stuff. But nothing like drifting. This is completely new to me. So, um, yeah, basically... The way this worked out was I'm also going to be competing with a with an S14, but that that wasn't really how I got into it. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, basically, I at first I had an S13, and uh, it's funny when I first got it, I was into grip driving, and I I thought it was a fun car to drive, and I wanted to set it up for grip when I first bought it. But then I just started kind of messing around with it, uh, like like drifting in parking lots and like some other stuff like that, and it was it just ended up I got like immediately hooked on it, and I was like I got to build a drift car now. Um, and then basically my parents were trying to get me to sell that car for like a year and I never did. And then mm. I took my dad out drifting, uh, at Willow Springs. We went, we did a drift 101 with, uh, Naoki and Callie. Oh, nice. And, 
uh, it was a lot of fun and pretty much at that point my dad uh, decided that this would be a fun thing for us to do so he bought um, Brandon Sorensen uh, he's from Nevada we bought his s14 with an LS swap and basically I'm I'm just getting uh, acclimated to that car right now it's it's really fun to drive but it's just completely different than the s13 because that was a single cam like the ka with like maybe 120 wheel now the s14 has like nearly 500 wheels so it's just completely new stuff but it's really fun oh okay uh, you know um i actually had heard about that that they had an s14 like a week ago from a buddy of mine i was like i ne- or the s14 rather i was like i never even knew they had an s chassis of any kind at all yeah they, they mainly have the the bmws like they have that yeah. new four series and then they had the e46 before but uh this was like this from what I hear, this was Amanda Sorensen's um, like her seat time car, like just kind of like a like a backup. Um, so that's pretty much what that car was to them. And then, yeah, they're pretty much just gonna be continuing on with their stuff. So I just kind of took over their old car, and <laughs> we're gonna hopefully do some fun stuff with it. So nice. So um, if you want to kind of get into what that car has. Oh yeah, so it's just a. From the outside, it looks like a normal S14. It has like a, I think it's like an origin kit or something or a BN. I forgot exactly, but it's like a pretty like common kit. It's all black and uh, basically it has an LS1 in it. Well, it it did have an LS1. I actually ended up blowing up the engine last time I was out there. Um, but it had a LS1. I forgot everything that had been done to the engine. I know it was a cam and I think I think rods and pistons too. Um, it came from the Sorensons with all of that stuff, so I don't have the full list right now. But so it's a 500 horsepower LS. It has, uh, I think, a, it has a Wisefab angle kit, and then it has. I forgot the brand of coils in the back, but it's not a. It's not full Wisefab suspension. It's just in the front. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what else about it? It's like it has the full roll cage. It has the halo seat. Um, so it's it's not like a full like pro car, but it's like. It has, like, the bare bones of what I need to be able to compete and, like, do, at least to my skill level, It has it, it's beyond that as it currently is. So it's definitely a car for me to be able to grow into and do some extra mods, like like tube chassis and, like, maybe more power and uh, new suspension in the back and stuff like that. But for now, it's a it's a pretty good car. Like, I was having a ton of fun with it. It feels, it's, it's really consistent, which is my favorite part. Because, um, like, with the S13... It wasn't that consistent. It was a cut knuckle setup with welded diff. Everything else was stock, so it was it was kind of crazy to drive it. It was hard to get it to like stay sideways. But then with this car, it's easy to like manage angle and all all of that stuff. So I'm really enjoying it. Oh, okay, sweet. And then, how, so how many like track days have you actually had like drifting? Um, drifting, I think. Well, it's really not that many. I, I, I'm not. It can't be more than five. I think it's like three or four. I did the same thing, man. So, but I didn't do, <laughs> yeah. I didn't go to the school. I wish I did. Oh yeah. Uh, Drift 101 is amazing actually. Like I went to, I think it was a year before it was, yeah, it was about almost exactly a year before. Cause for, uh, 2017 Christmas, I got, uh, my mom got me this sort of, uh, like a thing to go to Sonoma. Oh no, not Sonoma. Dang. What, what was it called? I forgot. It's another, it's the other NorCal track and they had the, the the pit there and i did like about an hour of driving that's how much seat time i got but then and it was really fun it got me introduced to like like more controlled drifting but it wasn't 
quite it, it was a better introduction and then from a uh, naoki uh, at drift 101 i've got so much seat time and i've learned so much from him like i i started off with the first day i was with him i had the s13 and i was doing some stuff at the speedway it's like a figure eight track and uh, a lot of slow stuff because we were like in the middle of the figure eight doing like some like right side drifts and then like some slow transitions and stuff and that yeah. was what i was doing for probably the first two days and then from there we went over to the balcony and he showed me how to like do like third gear entries and we were doing the uh, the top drift uh, course set at the balcony and he he pretty much elevated my skill level like very very rapidly <laughs> he really knows how to teach well it's really fun there too yeah i've heard like really good things about him and then there's a couple other guys who have um, a school up there as well and uh something i definitely want to get into because uh, they really teach yeah. you like a lot about like things you're doing wrong in the car. They'll kind of just be like, "Hey, you keep doing this." Yeah, exactly. Like every every time I would come in, he has no matter how good I'm doing, he always like would pretty much start off with, "You could improve here. I like I like what you're doing in these certain sections, but maybe like your your throttle controls a little bit peak in this part." So it's just a lot of things like that which are just extremely helpful. Yeah, he's a. Uh, I think he works with Don bowling yeah. yeah yeah he does so I, I i get to see him a lot at the track um don's uh i want to get don on here too soon he also works with uh oh, yeah. works with with our small little segue he also works with wisdom which is what i believe you'll be doing next year correct yeah that's that's gonna be a lot of fun i'm actually super excited for that because i actually met him at um the drip league light uh which was at uh, Apple Valley Speedway or, or Granger or whatever and um, basically I met him and he wanted he was like we started talking and he wanted to get some footage and that's where it started and we started getting some footage of me at Grange and it was a lot of fun and I had a great time working with him and he got some really good shots so later on it, it sort of escalated into a series that would basically follow me as like, through my my first season uh, competitively drifting which I think is going to be really fun whether or not I do really well. It's just going to be fun to have that documented. Oh, no, definitely. And then, like, you know, as you get better, you can always kind of, like, look back at that. Yeah, exactly. It's always really nice to be able to, like, see your progress and everything. Yeah, especially with 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 how fastly or how quickly you may or may not, like, progress. You know what I mean? It Mm -hmm. could be a year from now where, like, damn, I was that, you know, I was doing this wrong, this wrong. And then you'll just, you'll catch it, like, right away. Yeah, exactly. Because there's so many, there's so many little things to improve in there. It's just there's there's things where I'll watch like the videos I have so far, and I know there's a lot of things I'm getting wrong that I don't even notice yet. So as I improve, it's gonna be cool to be able to like see all that stuff. Yeah, and then everyone says like seat time is the main thing. Um, when, what series do you plan on running in? Um, so I've been talking to Naoki. Where the main one I want to run is the Drift League. Um, so that's gonna be the main one. We're also thinking about doing Top Drift as well. Okay. Uh, so those are the two. I'm. So I think he said that was somewhere around like seven or eight uh, events during the year for both of those. So should be a good amount of footage, even if it's just the drift league. If if it's gonna be one, it's just gonna be the drift league. Um, if I do both, it's it'll be pretty fun too. So we're just gonna see how that goes. Yeah. No. I I actually compete in the drift league, so I will see you there. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. It. It was for the past two years for me, um, even though oh, that's awesome. I I crashed a car and then I blew a clutch up that destroyed my car, my second car. So now it's rebuild season. Huh. 
Yeah, what car is it? Uh, I have a Cadillac CTSV, the first oh, gen. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it looks cool, but it, you know, it would be a lot cooler if it did better. But we're getting some things set up, changing a lot of the setup in it because it was real, real loose last year, mm-hmm. no matter what I did on the settings. So dropping oh, yeah. some spring rays and changing some stuff up, and then we'll kind of see how that goes. Um, that's cool. What, what kind of made you kind of give you the desire to compete? Was it your, like your past being um, in motorsports, or you just was like, I want to do it? I love competing. Uh, I have a competitive personality, and uh, well, when I when I used to do go karting, I was actually like I was pretty good at it, and I, I got a feel for like. I just love like when you're in when you're on the track and like you're doing all of these maneuvers to like uh, just kind of outdrive the other person. It's I I, I feel like it's the same because I get the same feeling when I'm taking apex at full speed versus like a full drift. Like it's still that super focused um, like zone that you get in, and I feel like when you're competing, it just amplifies that feeling, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. So that's like that's one of the main things. Um, but also, competing is a cool. I, I think it's a really like cool thing because I, I can like go to different tracks and I can meet a lot of people. And for now, I'm not necessarily trying to like needing to be number one. I would. I, I'm definitely like trying for it, but it's not like I'm not making it like a 100% expectation right now. For yeah. now, I, I want to make a lot of progress and I want to meet a lot of people. So I think. That's that's what I'm. That's just to get like the foundation set, pretty much. No, I feel you on the progress part. Like you, like you just want to get better. You don't necessarily need to win, but you want to be able to like show improvement throughout the year. Yeah, and and one of the best ways to improve is to just compete. Because um, I know I'm I'm probably not going to be very com- like competitive in terms of like everyone else's skill level, just because I have you nice might to know seat time. Yeah, you might but, be surprised. Some guys just get it, and uh, yeah. Some don't, and I'm... Yeah, um, Callie and Naoki at Drift 101 were saying um, I, I've made a ton of progress, and they're they're impressed with it, so I'm... That made me feel really good, because, like, they know what they're talking about, and it's just... Yeah, this is something that they've I'm been really doing it so long. About. Yeah, seriously, like, I think Naoki's been drifting for, like, 20 years or something like that. It's been a long time, and uh, it's just... I just think it's such a fun thing, so I'm just so excited to go through this series yeah definitely uh so what what would be like your ultimate go for next seat for next seat go goal for next season like as far as like do you obviously you want to progress but do you like what is like hey i want to qualify at least x amount of rounds or Uh, i definitely want to qualify um that's like that's that's definitely the first goal because whenever i I, I'll, i'll watch like formula drift on youtube or whatever and like a lot of the guys are just like, yeah, I just want to, I just want to qualify and then go from there. And I feel like that's kind of the approach I should take to it. Is like, for now, since I'm not necessarily going to be like in top eight or anything, I can, I just want to be able to consistently qualify and put down a good lap. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's my main goal is to just really get my consistency down because I know that's a big factor, especially when you have like all these obstacles that you can hit that can take your car out for a while. I, I really want to be able to get that consistency. So not only does my car last longer, but I get better scores and all of that. Yeah, definitely. Um, with, with that, I know you said you're, you're in the process of getting your motor rebuilt. Is there anything else you're going to be changing on the car that maybe you didn't like? Or are you just going to run it the way it is? Um, my, well, there's a minor thing. Um, 
it has the cage and the halo seat, but no detachable steering wheel, so it's kind of a pain to get in and out, so that's definitely something. Um, but other than that, I mean, uh, oh yeah, we are going to get new, um, basically, we're, we want to soften up the springs in the back because it's very stiff. Like, when you press on the back, it doesn't really give much, so we're trying to get a little more, like, forward bite by getting the, the rear suspension softened up. Mm-hmm. Because it's just a little bit slippery, but other than that, um, that's how my car was this year. Oh yeah, really, <laughs> dude. It's the fucking worst. I came from a E46 chassis, and I was, I was able to, I was always able to hold like the throttle all the way and like no issues. But this thing, like I had to like modulate it a lot, and it kind of really mm-hmm. changed how I had to like react to the car, and I had to use a lot of handbrake during transitions. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. But then again, my car's also a lot longer, so that might be a factor too. But hopefully, uh. This new stuff will kind of uh, address some of those issues. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it makes a big difference. Even like just the little, like little camber and toe adjustments that Naoki was making to my car as I was driving, I felt massive differences. So I can only imagine what completely new rear suspension is gonna feel like. Yeah, exactly. Really nice. And do you like to hold like you like you know, throttle wide open as you're going, or do you like modulate a lot? Um, I know you're still getting like you're still getting there, but yeah, I modulated a lot more in the beginning. Um, but as I started, like when I would be coming down the the back side of the balcony, like before you enter, I would I would usually like in the beginning I would be kind of not necessarily accelerating into the entry, and then I would give it like I'd be kind of peaky with the throttle, like I'd be like on off on off because I felt like I had it in my head that if I kept the if I just floored it, I was just going to immediately spin out, but as I um, as I progressed, I started to get a lot smoother with it, like slow on and then slow off, and a lot less pedal movement. So it's a lot just more solid. Yeah, and so it's that, not, a, not that, as abrupt. Yeah, and, and once I got that figured out, my driving became a lot smoother, like a lot smoother, because the the steering became better, and just my line was a lot easier to predict when I started driving like that. Mm. Um, what? What kind of uh, truck and trailer are you doing? Are you leaving your car down here? Or are you going to be towing it down every every uh, oh, every event? Actually, uh, Naoki is storing the car at his little garage at Willow Springs right now. Oh, and that's cool. They they have a trailer and they move the cars for me. Oh, sweet. Okay. Yeah, it's really convenient. I'm really glad he's helping out with that. Yeah, it's definitely helpful. Uh, I live like down the street from Irwindale, so. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's. I live like eight miles. I don't have to take that long drive. Are you going to be flying down or driving down? No, I actually drive because it's kind of hard to like, I, I don't, I'm not old enough to rent a car. So, uh, <laughs> Willow Will Springs is kind of out in the middle of nowhere. So it's kind of like, I have to take a car. Gotcha. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You can't rent a car until you're what, like 23 or some shit like that? Yeah, it's, it's 25 and I'm 19 right now. Lame. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you forget all about those. Like after you turn twenty five, you're like, oh yeah, that was a that was an obstacle I had to go overcome at one point. Yeah, I I think that's like the last age restricted thing, though. I think so. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, yeah. Unless you want to be president, you got to be thirty five. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Little jump from there. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, have you ever been to like a an FD event? Have you ever been to a prom event of any kind? I have not. I have oh, only shit, been really? events on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. No. That, do you watch FD at all? Yeah, I do. 
Um, I'm not like super consistent with it because I'm kind of busy, but like no, that's if understandable. I'm, if I miss, I'll, I'll go over, I'll watch the video and stuff, and I, I just I love watching it. It's so so nice. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a, it's something. I think I don't I don't think I've missed a, an FD event like to watch it whether I'm watching it at home or going to the event like mm-hmm. since like 2016. Oh yeah. Yeah, I got like yeah, heavily into like, it like right after I started watching it. So, and now yeah, really a, fun. And now I have a podcast. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, uh, Formula Drift was like one of the first things I saw on the internet, and I was like, that is so cool. They're just like throwing the car sideways at super high speeds, and they're like yeah. riding the. Because the first one I saw was at Ir- Ir- Irwindale, and it blew my mind how they would just like ride the wall that whole time, and I was like, I really want to do that. <laughs> and yeah, hopefully I'll be able to do that at some point because that looks crazy <laughs> yeah that's uh that's definitely the ultimate goal to get there um even when even doing it like honestly even doing it at um the drift league mm-hmm. it's like because Irwindale was always like the it's always like the dream the big deal since you know that that track has like so much history with like u.s drifting and yeah. uh like even just being able to compete in the drift league at Irwindale is like i'm like actually like real grateful for it so i don't ever Try not to complain too much, even though I, I still do. When, when, when they <laughs> yeah. give us some, like, janky layouts, I'm like, uh, what is this? <laughs> so, yeah. But. But, you know, I'm really excited to go. I've, I've wanted to actually go spectate a drift event for a while, but I just I haven't had the time to. But it's always seemed like a fun thing to do. You get to see a bunch of cool cars. and Oh, definitely. Uh, they're they're going to be actually up at Sonoma this year. You, you plan on attending? Uh... Oh, I live right next to Sonoma, so like, I'll go. Yeah, you have no <laughs> excuse. You have no excuse to miss it unless you're busy. Yeah, it's a 20 minute drive, so I, I gotta get there. Dude, that's <laughs> the same shit. Like with here from uh, Irwindale, like I usually just Uber. Cause oh yeah. It costs the same amount to park, and then <laughs> I'm old enough to drink, so I'll drink beer all day while I'm at FD. That's the way to do it, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah. What's uh? What's your crew gonna look like next year? What's your plan? What's your? What do you have going on? Uh, well, like as far as like, do you have like a person just changing tires for you? Or do you have like an actual crew that's helping you work on the car and stuff like that? Um, well, I'm actually gonna be working with the Drift 101 team. Uh, I'm gonna be working with Naoki uh, pretty much throughout the whole year. He's uh, gonna be teaching me because I don't actually personally I know how to drive a car. I don't necessarily know how to like build one and stuff. So he's gonna teach me a lot about that. Okay. The way I'll be able to work. I'm really excited to learn about all that stuff too, which is that's going to be really fun. So I'm going to have him pretty much helping me through my first season, which I'm really excited about. Nice. Did you, did you uh, like take shit apart when you were a kid, like younger? Yeah, you that's did. all I did when I was a kid. I I, just always... I'm the same way. Uh, yeah, uh, that's kind of how it started for me. Like I'm actually, I have an eight year old son right now. Well, oh, obviously cool. not right now, but. I have an eight-year-old, and uh, I'm trying to get him into it because he just doesn't really care for it, like, when I'm at the track. And then yesterday, mm-hmm. I took him to some little, like, uh, RC drift track. And oh, then yeah. he told me, like, straight up, he goes, I can't drive those cars, so this is boring. I don't want to just watch them. I want to drive it. And I was like, that makes total sense, and you're not wrong. <laughs> so Yeah, I actually grew up a lot like that. Do you know uh, what slot cars are? I do not. Oh, it's like this little hobby thing that I did as a, a little kid. They're like these tiny little toy cars, and they have a little, like, tab on the bottom. And there's this track with these slots in them, and you basically, you just you just gas it with the controller, and 
you just have to not hit the corners too hard. And I would just do that all day as a kid. They're just like these little cars on rails that just oh, like Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I do. I just didn't know the name of them. Oh, yeah. They're oh, really yeah. fun. I, fact, I miss those like, things. Those are like the coolest things to get like during Christmas. Yeah, exactly. I, I used to go to those like every day after school when I was little and just have so much fun there. Yeah, I, yeah. Those things are the, those things were the shit. I remember them. Like I, I used to just take shit apart just cause, cause I always liked to see how things worked. Um, yeah, obviously. I even I, did that with pens. <laughs> with pen, yeah. <laughs> take a pen apart to put it back together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. <laughs> um, I'm trying to get my my kid into it, so I he's got like a. I'm gonna get him like a little RC setup so he can do some fun stuff with that and then hopefully he'll yeah. kind of like might it might snowball into something big it might he may not give a shit about it at all yeah because i mean well when i first started racing my dad actually uh pushed me into it and nice. he's been a racer he raced uh porsches and like a bunch of other stuff and basically oh wow well uh, that, that that makes sense about the go-kart stuff now <laughs> yeah yeah exactly he actually pushed me into it and when i first started it i didn't really like it to be honest i i it was just kind of like given to me, so I didn't really understand that. I didn't really understand it, and because um, I was just so young, and yeah. I, I did court midgets, and I also did some. Uh, I forgot what the other go kart was, but it's like the classic go kart that you see. Um, but so those two, when I did quarter midgets, and I, I actually I won I won my first race there, and immediately after I was I was just terrified because I was I was going so fast around these tracks like. It was just scaring me, but I was like super focused at the same time, and I wanted to win at the same time. But um, since I was so young, it just it kind of, kind of like uh, overwhelmed me. That's the word. It kind of overwhelmed me in the beginning, and then as time kind of went on, I kind of got I started liking it more and more, and now I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Um. Are you feeling that with drifting at all? Then again, honestly, you haven't had your first competition yet, so it may may change when you actually pull to the line. Um, um, not necessarily yet. I do get a little bit of like butterflies right before I enter sometimes though, just because the car it, it hits angle really fast and I'm not it, the S13. You got to kind of like push it into angle with the steering and stuff, but with this car it just snaps right to it. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah, I've never. It's yeah. I've never it's driven an, an S chassis to know. Oh yeah, um, they're they're really easy to drive. Like, but it's just sometimes it, it's just since I'm new to it, I'm still getting all of the emotions like kind of in uh, dialed in but for the most part I, i'm not really like getting scared necessarily it's just kind of like a little nervous but it's still super fun yeah it definitely is and um what's your sorry i lost my train of thought that's so good uh you do you, are do you always get nervous or is that like are you a nervous person in general or are you uh, just kind of no I'm I'm a pretty like calm person in general it's just uh, when it comes to like public speaking in front of a class sometimes <laughs> I'll get kind of nervous yeah. I still just go through with it like I don't really whenever I get nervous like personally whenever I get nervous about something I just kind of like do it and then like. I notice whenever I like begin it mm-hmm. that all the nerves just kind of go away and then I can just focus on what I'm doing. Yeah, I, I can see that. Um, mm-hmm. qual- like I remember the first time I went to go qualify like at a drift event, one of oh, the yeah. other drivers came up to me. He's like, Hey, are you nervous? I was like, uh, I wasn't until you said anything. <laughs> like I hadn't even thought about it. I wasn't thinking about shit. And then as mm-hmm. soon as he said something, I was like, yep, I am now. <laughs> Thanks man. Yeah, exactly. Dude. <laughs> And, um, but 
it it for me at least it kind of like as soon as i do the burnout it goes away because then like like when i'm waiting to do the burnout i get a little uh a little jittery Mm -hmm. like waiting for it and then as soon as i do the burnout like it goes away and then i remember like oh i have something to do now yeah exactly that's that's how i am yeah i just get like real i'm just like oh okay let's go do this and hope for the best yeah it's kind of like getting caught up in like the what if and then you just kind of make it happen and then it kind of goes away yeah um so with your car down right now uh what's what's your plan so i know it's down do you plan on getting some more seat time before round one like just okay for the drift league for instance it's it's less than three months away now yeah so um so we're gonna we're gonna be getting an ls3 and like camming it and then doing i think something else we want to get it back to 500 wheel but we want it to be as reliable as possible so the LS3 already comes almost there, um, but besides that, in the meantime, I I still have my S13, and okay. my dad actually bought, bought me a 1JZ for it, so that, it's a stock 1JZ, and that's in the car right now, so I'm going to be driving that dude, until that's, the car's... Dude, that's real cool to have your dad's support like that. Um, oh, yeah, I'm so grateful. He's he's uh, He actually is paying for my whole next season and all of that. He bought the Sorensen's car. Nice. He's, he's they just really like it, so sweet. we're having fun together. You know, so, like some people will kind of like shit on that, like, "Oh, daddy paid for it," but like, I'm a dad. I would, if my son told me, like, especially if I used to race, and then my son told me, like, "Hey, I want to get into this," I'm gonna 110 percent support him. Yeah, exactly, and I, I'm extremely grateful for the, for my dad actually doing that, and also like uh, having like the finances to actually like go through with it. And, yeah, like, no, that's great. Really make it nice because it's just it's drifting is it's expensive and like even though i have these companies and stuff i'm trying to save money and no exactly. it's just it's yeah. hard to really uh get to that point so i'm i'm really glad he he can do that for me and i'm really all, all i can do is hope to be able to do that for my kid too in the future yeah because it's just like it's such an amazing opportunity <laughs> it's so much fun and yeah like, same i came from like a working class family you know mm-hmm. they started young when i was young they were shouldn't have had kids at the time they were barely starting in their careers so they were broke um, but like my dad now, he's still super into cars. He like builds hot rods and shit. So he's not going to like, he'll help me out where he can. Like, mm-hmm. I think on my last car, he got my drive shaft for me. He did some wiring stuff for me on the car. Um, yeah. you know, like with this current car, if I need something, like if he has it in his garage, I'll be like, Hey, I'm still in this. He's like, take it. Oh, that's cool. So yeah. like, you know, you, you still get the support. Like, cause then at the end of the day, it could add up to like, you know, a thousand bucks of shit I've taken from him or like tools I've borrowed because I don't have them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, so it's it, always nice. To have help. Yeah, no, exactly. So, but he's like, no, I'm busy spending money on my cars. You're on your own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, my, my dad got a little old and he, he's, he was saying like, well, his knee's kind of, his knee's kind of going and like, uh, he's, he's just not really feeling the same passion towards racing that he used to. So he's, he basically transferred his own racing budget over to me to have some fun, which I'm dude. I'm that's just so fucking sweet. About. I yeah, I, I couldn't knock that at all. Um, <laughs> but so, what is it like? What would you say would be your ultimate goal? Are you just kind of like seeing where you're gonna get, or are you just kind of like I want to go for this and I want to go all the way to pro one? Like, what is it? Um. Well, so basically, the reasons that I have these companies instead of doing. Um, like any other job is so that way I can financially support taking motorsports to the highest level I can. Um, so I would like, I would really like to go pro one. I don't know how long that's going to take. It's definitely a goal of mine. Um, 
that that's like the whole the whole reason I'm like running all this stuff is yeah it's like also like the freedom of it but mainly like the thing I'm always thinking about is like getting on track and just like driving really hard and so I got to make that possible and because I know like my dad's not going to pay this like forever so I got to get stable and he's actually helping me along the way with that too so it's just he's just helping me a lot but I'm I'm still putting in the work and hopefully I'll be able to support all my own drifting and stuff yeah that's the that's the thing like uh so that I'm glad you're not taking it for granted that I really respect that there's some people out there that would and they kind of like they do take it for granted and then it goes away and they're like poor me yeah like but you didn't do anything yeah. to save it <laughs> yeah like I'm doing everything I can right now to be able to do this as long as I can as long as I want to because it's just such a fun thing like I can't really imagine like not doing stuff with cars because it's just been my whole life yeah um so I just and and cars they're not the cheapest hobby, so no, I gotta no, no, they're not. Find yeah, yeah, they're definitely not. Um, do do you plan on like trying to do your own work in the future to to learn more? I know you said um, Naoki's gonna help you like teach you some things. Yeah, um, well, I was I was actually considering um, once I get uh, these businesses and it's not taking like like ten hours a day of work, I'll I'll get to the point where. I might take a college class for mechanics and stuff like that because I, I would like to get in depth and be able to like build something in my garage by myself because I, I just feel like that would be so much fun like just build a car like get a shell put together an engine put together like everything and then go drive it I, I just feel like that'd be really satisfying no that's good uh like I got a buddy who's like in his mid-20s and he just finished like med school and his oh, dad yeah. was helping him pay for everything, and now he's like on a, doing his internship and stuff like that. And like now he's ready to like go full blown, and like kind of oh, yeah. take it more serious. But I was like, damn, don't you guys work like twelve hours a day? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a lot of work trying to build anything up, but yeah, it pays off after a while. <laughs> oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Um. So, when uh, let's just say you get your license next year. Are you going to go to Pro 2 or are you going to stay in Pro-Am for a little bit longer and just kind of like get some well, more if experience? I go, if I get my license, I'm going to Pro 2 because I, I feel like even though it's going to be really hard, um, I feel like when I'm driving with people on that level, I'll be able to rise to that level faster than if I was just at Pro-Am. Um, so it's just it, it's just a, a difference in difficulty because I, I enjoy the challenge of it and I think it'll be interesting uh, to see how that plays out. Yeah, you know, I feel the same way. I, I feel like at the, but now, because I'm 30, so I'm a little older, but now like that I've done like the past two years at Prime, I'm like, fuck, why didn't I stay more? Why wasn't I doing more events, you know, cheaper yeah. things to, because I, I don't, you know, I have a job, I have a house and stuff like that. So that's, you know, bills come first. So I can't always go to events, but I make it happen for like the pro-am events. Yeah. And then sometimes, like lately, I've been thinking like, shit, why didn't I just like take the time, you know, because I'm so impatient. Like I'm the most impatient person I know, <laughs> period. And uh, so sometimes I think about it like that. But at the same time, it's like, well, if I wasn't doing this, then, you know, maybe maybe the um, I would I probably maybe would have lost interest, mm-hmm. you know, just mm-hmm. doing the grassroots events. So that's why I do it. I like the challenge. Yeah, exactly. I feel like that always keeps things interesting because oh, like grass sure. drifting and everything it, it's super fun and everything it's just there's just like another dynamic once you add like an actual competition to it 
Yeah, that's how I feel about it too. Um, once it gets into like, oh, there, there's something on the line, mm-hmm. which some people don't give a shit about, like a Pro 2 license and stuff like that. Like I've had guests on the past, like um, Fielding Shredder. If you don't know of him, uh, if you have you watched that show Hyperdrive? Uh, I have not. I'm actually interested in watching it, but I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Yeah, I've had uh, Fielding Shredder on before, and he he's on the show, and he's oh, super cool. super smart guy, uh-huh. but he's also just like. He's like, yeah, I, he's like, I change my oil in my 2JZ S14 once a year. <laughs> like, dude, like wow. he's, yeah, he's like, I just fucking go for it. He's like, I don't drive it enough to change the oil. And I was like, oh, I get that. And then, um, like, you know, he doesn't really have problems, but he also drives the shit out of his car. That's crazy. Like when like he does, yeah, he, yeah, you, if you see it, he's like, he's a no risk it or no biscuit guy. <laughs> and, but him he's he's had his pro 2 license i think he currently still does and he just is like hmm, no there's that that's not what i want he's not competing in pro 2 or anything he just has the license yeah but he he likes competing like he competes in lone star drift oh okay yeah he can move up at any time i think um but he's just one of those guys who's like no i really enjoy this and this is what i'm gonna do yeah but i lone don't want to texas one right yes all right cool yeah yeah, that makes sense, Lone Star. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually, uh, I'd really like to get out and go do another series, mm-hmm. other than like Top Drift or the Drift League. I okay. wanted to do Vegas Drift at least like one round of it, but then I turned it into a uh, shootout. But now I want to do one of those too. So hopefully this year I can get to do a shootout and a full pro am series. And if the yeah, budget cool. calls for it, maybe I could do just Drift, the Drift League, and a shootout. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be a lot of fun. I've never been to, to the Vegas track. I've never even really seen it, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Uh, speaking of which, LS Fest is April. Oh. Yeah, it's like April. I gotta go there. Yes. Yeah, yeah I know. You got LS. Um, hang on. I'll tell you right now. It's April because I have it on my damn... No, I don't have it on my phone, but I got to Google it again. Uh, Holly LS, oh, LS Fest West. Yeah, I wanted to I wanted to go last year or I was trying to get my car ready, but mm-hmm. it was like I still had like thousand so much shit to do in my car and I was just going to like throw it together, but then I got to the point where I was like, "No, I'm going to sit this one out cuz I don't want any problems." Yeah. Um cuz I didn't want to show up to a car I've never driven before. Mm-hmm. Um and then even they were like, yeah, just come by and we'll, you know, we'll let you run by yourself. And I was like, mm. so I just kind of like, I, I threw it out the window. Cause I knew like I was just going to stress myself out. So I was uh-huh. just like, oh, I'll just sit this one out. Yeah. But it's, uh, this year it's going to be April 24th, 25th and 26th. And that is my birthday. <laughs> oh shit. It's on the 24th. That's, I gotta go now. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. I was even, uh. My buddy Andrew and I are going to go, and uh, we're looking into, like, an Airbnb so we can just stay in a house and kind of be cool, like, without having to deal with... I've never stayed in one, so that'll be my first experience. Yeah, I just like it because they're not necessarily even, like, more expensive than a hotel, but, like, you have a whole house, so I just, I prefer it. Yeah, that's what I figured. I was like, I'll just make food, you know, try to save some money where I can, make sandwiches for lunch or some shit like that, but we'll see how it goes. Um, Yeah. So, but yeah, definitely if you can, uh, try to get to that one. 
Yeah, that uh, sounds like a lot of fun. I've seen a lot of LS Fest videos, and it just seems like a really fun event. So I'd love to get out there. Yeah, because then you get to drive with, like, pro drivers, too. Yeah, they have, like, the the skid pad, right, out there? No, well, no, it's a... Do they, well, you think so. I'm, I'm not sure because I haven't actually been, so I don't know, like, the full experience. But I do know, like, my buddy Andrew last year, he qualified, and he ended up going against um, Nate Hamilton. Oh, wow. That's actually really cool. So I yeah. guess they might also have, like, another track set up in there or something like that. Yeah, I, I don't know what their setup... I don't know exactly what their setup is. It, I believe it is a skid pad, and then they just kind of make their own setup. And then I believe Jared DeAnda announces it. I know he oh, did cool. last year. Um, he even, like, shared my buddy's car. Oh, that's sick, yeah. Yeah, and it's it's... Not so much that, like, I don't, I don't really care for that, but it's just, like, just the whole experience to, like, deal with all these, like, this pro and these pro-am guy or pro-am is technically professionals and amateurs. Um, oh, yeah. But to kind of, like, have that experience of driving with somebody else on a different level and just yeah. being able to, you know, show what you can do or can't do or knowing where you stand. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it, I... I I, I don't know where I stand compared to the the rest of the field. So no, no, no. It, that makes sense because you're just going that. in. Yeah. Yeah. Like so for me, nice like I know I'm a I'm I'm at the bottom. I'm actually at the bottom of the list. Um, okay. But no, it's just I like the experience that I'm getting from it, um, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't change it for anything. I think I yeah. kind of I think I'm getting the experience I need. Um, maybe not the experience I want to get, as far as like <laughs> not being good. But, you know, uh-huh. it's the experience that's needed to move forward. But, you know, then again, like in my personal career, like what I do for a living, um, you know, I've made, I make, I still make fucking mistakes all the time. And, but I, I know how to fix them and stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. So I think yeah. that's kind of what I enjoy about it. So I want to keep going with it. Yeah. It's like a grind. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, it's, uh, it's uh, something you don't want to just like throw out the window. It's like, fuck, I'm heavily invested now. It's like, do I just, yeah. Am I tired of spending money or if I do, if I do give up, it's like, then it's like you just wasted all of your time and money. Yeah. So like, that's the thing. Like, I feel like it's really good to get into like a drift school before you actually decide it. Like if you want to get a car or not, because like you could get a drift car and then like just not even think it's that fun at all. And then there you are with a car you don't even want. Yeah. 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 No, it's uh, a, like a long story short. So the reason I kind of finally built a drift car was I actually had a Cadillac CTSV. Uh huh. And, um, just like a year prior I had gotten into drifting, but I took my Cadillac drifting at Apple Valley Speedway twice yeah. before and i was like holy oh. shit this is so much fun and i was uh terrible and i still am and um so when i crashed that car i wrecked it and then i was like mm-hmm. fuck what am i gonna do and then that's when i knew i was like fuck i can't have a street car because one i'm irresponsible and obviously <clears throat> i crashed a car going very fast and uh-huh. so I pulled the motor out and then I found the BMW and that kind of escalated from there. And then the BMW ended up in the wall at Irwindale, totaled that thing. So I was like, I found this other Cadillac and I always wanted to build, um, excuse me one second. I always wanted to build a Cadillac drift car. That was like my dream car. So now it's uh-huh. kind of like escalated into there and kind of we're snowballing into that. So hopefully it all works out. Yeah, that'll be cool because... I, I like seeing, like, a bunch of, like, different types of cars because you don't really see a lot of Cadillacs at all drifting. 
no. Uh, uh, no, no, hey, hang on one second, man. Hang on one second. Oh. Sorry about that. <clears throat> All good. I'm making some ribs, so I had to go flip them over. Oh, nice. That's gonna be good. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I do okay with ribs. I this is the first time I actually have. Uh, I tried a different uh, rub this time, so we'll see how it goes. Oh, um, nice. Switching it up. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, you have to. You can't eat the same shit all the fucking time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm sorry. Uh, what were you talking about? What were you, what were you about to say? I think we were on... I don't remember. I think we were talking about, like, uh, Cadillacs and, like, how they're not very, like, common cars. And now it's like... They're I, not. I was thinking, especially like, my stupid-ass car. <laughs> like the yeah, ATSV is not the same as the CTSV, and every time, like some, like Taylor Hole or um, fuck, I can't remember the other guy's name. Sorry, I don't remember your name, but um, but they'll like tag me in it. They're like, oh, this is the same car you got. I'm like, it's it's not. <laughs> it, do they have the ATS? Yeah, they have the ATS. That's like someone telling you, like, oh, look, this is the same car you have, and it's a 350Z. <laughs> <laughs> That's it's so funny. Like, completely different engine and everything. Oh, you are from NorCal. You said hella. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. I forgot you guys said that. Oh. I, I lived in, uh, when I was a kid, I lived in Modesto for a little bit. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, unfortunately, I moved around a lot. Um, but I lived in Modesto for a little while. I remember hearing, uh, like, when the kids were young, I think I was like 11 or 12, and they would say hecka instead of hella so they can get away with it. <laughs> There's still a couple of kids I know that say that, but pretty much everyone, like, Says it's hella. such a common here. It's almost like, uh... It's not like, even a bad word anymore? <laughs> no, not even. It's, like, I, I know a lot of parents who will even say it, and they're, like, they're like living in a country club. It's really funny, but it's just... It's like... It's just, like, part of it's it. It's like, yeah. you live on a golf course. Why are you saying... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're, like, this white family with, like, a BMW and a Mercedes SUV, and then, like, I, I heard her saying, like... I, I heard my friend's mom saying, like, like this chicken is hella good, and she's like this, like just total like white mom country club. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. funny. Uh, what? So if you can do both series, or, or is there actually is there anything that would keep you from doing both series? I know you kind of have like a a little bit different budget than most might. Um, yeah, we have like. It's a fixed budget, which is why I'm not entirely sure if I'm oh, going to be Oh, shit, you do? Something. Okay. No, that's that's smart way to do it. I don't even know how much. Oh, I just yeah. spend everything I have extra. Like, I pay my bills. <laughs> yeah. I buy whatever the hell my kid needs. And outside of that, it all goes to racing. So I just I don't even want to tally it up. Yeah. Now, my dad has a yearly budget, so it depends on... Um, but it's looking like I might just be doing drip leak though, since okay. we're buying a new engine and that is cutting into it. So, dude, yeah, that so, shit gets. Is there any reason when you're buying a new engine instead of rebuilding the one you have? Did you blow out the block? Uh, yeah, the block has a big hole in it. Oh <laughs> shit! Yeah, it's bad. Dude, trust me. I, I, so okay. Remember when I told you I blew my clutch up? Uh huh. So the. Uh, what happened was, is I had like a LS7 style clutch and uh-huh. it's been on the car since 2016. And I knew like, I was like, oh, you know, this off season, I'm going to, I'm going to upgrade it. And, uh, so anyways, it started slipping at round four of, uh, the drift league. And uh-huh. then I was telling my dad about it and he was there with me. He's, he's not always there. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, yeah, you should shut it down. I was like, all right. I'll, I was like, you know what? Let me do this one, this last lap and I'll shut it down. 
I was like, if it gets any worse. So actually, when I get to the line, I was talking to uh, Jeff Jones and he was like, right. um, I told him, I was like, hey, my clutch is slipping really bad. And he goes, mm-hmm. oh, OK. He's like, this is what you do. He's like, get a, he's like, get some Coke. He's like a bottle of Coke and he's like, and pour it on it. He's like, you want something real sugary, real sticky. He's like, so you can, so you can kind of create that friction. And I was like, all right, I'll do it. And he goes, he's like, I actually won here in a fucking S chassis that I used to have in an old, um, the old competitions they used to have. It wasn't an FD comp. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll do it. So, um, I went, I was like ready to tell my dad, like as soon as I finished the last lap, well, anyways, I ended up going to initiate. As soon as I clutch kicked in, <laughs> the mm-hmm. um, flywheel blew apart. Oh, my God. Yeah, So and I had a steel flywheel, so I don't recommend anybody to run the cast steel fly, the stock flywheel. Like, uh-huh. Not recommend. I know some of you guys probably do, but my dumbass overheated it, and um, oh, yeah. it created that problem. So it blew. I had a, I have an, an SFI bell housing. Uh-huh. So it's like the a real strong like steel one. It yeah. it blew that apart. The clutch was still kind of like in in most of the piece because the clutch wasn't the actual issue. Oh, okay. The flywheel that blew apart, it blew the bell housing off of the block, <laughs> broke the bolts, yeah. and then like the ears where you would like mount the starter to or mount the bell housing to on the driver's side, uh-huh. they blew off yeah. of the block because I have an aluminum block. Well, maybe yeah. not because why. So like my ls6 that was still fine mm-hmm. has to be replaced now dang that's that's rough dude it, <laughs> it was the fucking worst i was like jesus christ so that so now i'm just like like i'm i'm stuck on this um not stuck but it's just it's like the decision you make do you do you like okay do i just do you know s- save the money and get something that i'll do for now Cause I'm only pushing like maybe four max four thirty to the wheels, um, uh-huh. with the electric setup and then, or, or do I spend the money and do it right? It's like, it's, but I don't But now that I've blown this thing up, it's like, I don't want to, I don't want to risk that again because I don't have the correct parts. But then again, it's also negligence on my part because I didn't replace that clutch when I should have, like I knew I yeah. should have replaced the clutch during the off season but I didn't. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to decide on if uh, we're going to go a certain route because we have uh, the S14 actually still has an S13 differential in it. So I don't know. Since we're spinning the tires, I don't know if we're putting too much force on it. So we're trying to decide if we want to get a quick change or if that's going to hold, but we don't know yet. So there's a chance that'll blow up soon, but we don't know. (laughs) Uh, There's, there's other alternatives. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe the 350Z diff. Oh yeah, the R200, and and from my understanding, that is a very stout diff. Um, axles okay. may be your issue, mm-hmm. but I actually picked up um, the R200 diff out of a 350Z oh, because cool. no one actually makes it the kit for it, but um, for to put in the Cadillac. Oh. But we'll see. But somebody makes a Ford 8.8 kit, and that thing is pretty much, you know. Yeah, relatively indestructible like there's some dude who has like a thousand horsepower but he, he does drag racing so it's a little different yeah uh, but that's still that takes a beating though <laughs> yeah and this guy's still killing it like no problems and that's like, really cool yeah exactly so we'll 
I'll see. I the reason I got the the R two hundred is because the um, after everything, it's like five grand to do mm-hmm. the uh, Ford eight point eight swap from this the only one company that makes it. And I thought that was kind of like, I for me, I just like mm, I can kind of like Google some shit and figure out how to put the diff in there myself as opposed to you know spending your um, five grand. But, oh yeah, but that might bite <laughs> me in the ass later too. So we'll yeah. see. So I'm gonna make this diff hopefully work. Uh, I just gotta do some more research, and it might work because there's like a lot of fucking aftermarket support for the R200, so there'd be no reason to at least not try it. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm sort of like deciding like the difference between like price versus durability of the car. So we're kind of like figuring out if we want to like just completely overbuild it and get it like built up ready for like pro two or something and then just turn it down a bit Um, yeah but that's pretty much all we're really wondering about that because it's it's just kind of hard to figure out how our car is going to react because we've only had it for like two months now so it's it's all new yeah in um one thing i had made a post recently and i don't remember what exactly i said in my post um but i remember oh it was something about getting a a spare car a uh, like i wanted to get a base model cts and just gut the shit out of it with like a manual trans and just drive that as a seat time car and then jeff jones commented he's like hey man like he's like i don't mean to be a dick he's like but he's like we feel like as in pro drivers that all the pro-am guys are overbuilding their cars and then they're ending up in the exact in the exact situation that you are Mm-hmm. with a broken car you can't drive he's like you should just rebuild your car and then he's like change your setups for different track days and make your mm-hmm. car more reliable and i was like damn that's a that's a good point yeah yeah but it's like, like oh what was that no but it's like the reason i wanted to, to build the um the little like the base model cars it's like a little six cylinder 200 horsepower maybe at the wheels Mm-hmm. It obviously it weighs a lot, but you can kind of get the weight down a little bit, you know, to at least like three thousand pounds. Mm-hmm. To just yep. um, just as a seat time car, and use like the scrubs I have left over from yeah. from my car. And he goes, "Well, that's fine and all, but you know, you're still in the same predicament. Like you're still because yeah. I was trying to avoid trailering my car because mm-hmm. that cost." anywhere well depending on what track you go to to get some seat time like let's say if i go to willow springs willow springs is in you know an hour and a half away and then in california mm-hmm. you can't tow past 55 miles an hour so that's obviously an issue and that's going all uphill to willow springs um, yeah that's 100 bucks in gas you know or mm-hmm. 80 bucks for a full tank we'll call it that i was trying to avoid that cost i was just trying to show up with like you know a jack in the trunk a bag of tools and like two extra sets of tires yeah yeah but he's like well the the way i took it was like he's like it's not the same like yeah you can get the seat time but it's not your car it's not your competition car yeah you're still like if you have a car at like such a low power level you're definitely going to be developing different habits but um when i had the s13 with like such when before it had the engine swap it's like I noticed it, it got me better at driving, like stretching the legs of the car, if that makes sense. Because I would always, it's constantly doing that. Like, uh, it's always, the wheel speed's always slowing down. So I have to give it clutch kicks and I have to, like, give big corrections with the steering wheel just to keep it sideways. So I feel like driving a car like that, it 
I'm not like an expert, but it, I feel like it could potentially help me driving the S14 on the limit. Yeah, um, and then see, that's how I felt about it too. But you know, these guys also have practice cars, and they can probably tell you better. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of that's just like, damn, like what do I do? So as of right now, that's on hold. <laughs> yeah. So just get this car done, and then just go get some seat time in it. Yeah, that'll be nice though. But we'll see. <laughs> if I find something for like dirt cheap, I'm gonna fucking grab it. Cause like the base model CTSs now are like a thousand bucks, and it's usually like some dumb thing that's broken on it. Like oh, it overheated. Oh yeah. Like so, I know how to work on cars, so I can fix that. But then again, it might be like oh, it overheated to the point where the motor's blown, and now you gotta get a new motor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> five hundred bucks. Hopefully. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, what what's your uh, what's the uh, the how far are you away from getting your car redone or back to running? Uh, it's it's already at the shop, so I'm thinking it's gonna be maybe a month or so. Who, who's working uh, on it? I'm not sure. Uh, my it's actually my dad sent it to a shop. I think I think it might be the same as the Sorensons. Uh, I think it might be their guy or. It, or it's uh, some guy that Naoki knows. All I know is it's at this shop, and it I should be driving it within a month from now. Okay, sweet. Yeah. And how much? Uh, how much? In in between now and like the first event of the drift league, like how much time? How much seat time do you? What's your projected seat time goal? Well, so the plan is to go out at least once a month. So I want to uh, go twice a month for the two months before the league. So that's like five more uh full days out there so that's probably gonna be like i don't know maybe about a little over 20 hours of more seat time somewhere around there okay that's um, good i just gotta i just gotta like get the last little acclimation to the car and but i, I think i'll be able to do that at least to like a decent point now <laughs> do you time. Do you set yourself up to be alone during those times to kind of, like, learn your car and figure out on your own, like, okay, I messed this up, let me fix this, or are you always going to have that, that support with you? Um, well, since Naoki is, like, working on the car and, like, he's helping me a lot, I actually have him, I've had him there every day I've been there, and he's been super helpful, so I feel like for, at least for the beginning, um, I'm going to want to go and, like, have him or someone there like that can just like be a spotter and kind of let me know what I'm getting right and wrong because it's kind of hard to tell from the inside sometimes like how far away I really am and stuff like that but um every day I've been out there I was the only car out there so I got a ton of time like I would just be driving constantly all day and improving so that that's like my ideal day is just it's just me at the skid pad and then I have like my spotter to help me and it's yeah just, it really lets things get done like really well Dude, that's good. Um, that's that's actually definitely good. I I, I wish I could. Aff- the like my stupid plan was to just keep like upgrade my clutch, and to keep uh-huh. driving as much as I can this off season and do a lot of chasing, like at yeah. any grassroots events I can get to. Uh-huh. And now it's just like shit. Like now I have to build this whole car. Like I may not drive again until the first round, and I hope that's not the case. I hope I can at least get three days in before like three actual driving days because i have a sort of to just to drive it and chase 
um, uh-huh. and kind of get like comfortable with the car with the new setup and stuff. Because I, oh, I yeah. usually adapt pretty quickly uh, with with just life in general. So I was hoping that it would kind of like roll over into driving, but we'll see yeah. how that works. <laughs> yep. Um. So to go back on uh, the wisdom thing, so you're going to be working with Dave a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Is there anything that you kind of like really want to like focus on with getting this material, this media, so to speak? Well, mainly I want to cover like uh, the driving at, at the events. I want to cover like a lot of um, just like a lot of my progress. And I, I don't know specifically, it would be. Uh, hmm. I, I just like to see how I would progress. Like, I, I really like that. And then also kind of getting, I, I think it's fun to have like the little series going. I feel like that's going to just be really fun to do. Um, just kind of like put that out there because a lot of my friends want to see it too. They're interested in that. So I, I don't know. I'm just really excited for pretty much everything about making that series. I think it'll be fun. Yeah, definitely. Um, what, uh, I didn't ask you earlier, what trans are you running? Oh, it's a T56. Oh, sweet. Okay. Just a yeah. stock T56. Yeah. Uh, it has a short shift on it, and it has, like, a B&M shifter. Um, okay. Other than that, it's a stock T56. My dad was actually thinking about getting a dog box, which I would love. Um, I just... It's not, like, set in the, stone yet. In the budget type stuff. Yeah, we're, we're still uh, deciding. It's... You know, so I have a couple buddies who are running the T56, and uh, I actually spoke about it on the last episode as well. They got the S one sequential shifter setup for the T fifty six. Oh yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, and they're talking about how it's probably going to be cheaper to just upgrade that to um, a straight cut gear setup or a race ready setup rather. I don't know if it's straight mm-hmm. cut or not. Um, then it is for them to get a new bell housing. Okay. Get a new. Um, Slave cil- slave cylinder slash throw out bearing throw out bearing setup, uh-huh. um, and a drive shaft. Then it and then you know making a new mount for the transmission. Then it would be to uh, actually go uh, dog box. Yeah. So you think it'd be easier just to do the I, S one? I, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I heard. <laughs> don't quote me yeah. on that. Uh, Edward Zapata is probably the person you want to talk to the most. He he drives a Ford Mustang, but he's um he's been in into like the car and racing and in the industry the car industry itself like for quite a few years now and he's the one that kind of had mentioned it to me and like i know that liberty gear makes some stuff for the t56 but i don't know if they make like the straight cut gear setup i know they make like the shifting mechanism to to help you shift a little better Uh um i don't know if they actually make the stuff to like the straight cut gear setup but i know it's available um It's just how much money you want to spend, and is it is it like at the end of the day, is it cheaper to go this route, or is it cheap, or is it cheaper to go the full dog box in the long run? Um, yeah, that's that's something I still haven't kind of looked into. Um, I myself am not running a T fifty six, even though like that's what the transmission that came with the CTSV. I run a a Muncie M20. It's an old four-speed transmission, which is basically, it bolts up the same way a dog box would. Uh-huh. Uh, as far as length of the drive shaft. I don't know if the um, the yoke outside of the dog box would make a difference. Like the, okay. 
there. for the end piece. Yeah, to go to the drive shaft. I don't know if that's different. Uh, I haven't oh, really okay. looked too much into it because I'm not there yet. I usually, I, I won't look into something until I, like uh, it's a necessity. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, for me, it's kind of like a, it's I got enough shit going on, so I don't need to look into that right now. Yeah. Um, but I know that he was he was just saying like it's it just makes more sense for him to do those things than it would be to actually go with the dog box because or at least maybe it's a little easier on the wallet to do it piece by piece. Yeah, because I know I know the difference is like uh, the the dog box is still it's a four speed one that we were looking at the GSR, so that's like it has the four the four speed and the H pattern and then but the thing uh, my dad heard about he kind of mentioned it he's like some people like have problems with missing gears but i haven't had that problem yet but i'm not i'm not sure if i'm gonna have that problem when it comes to competition or not like if i'm just gonna like get a little bit of nerves and kind of mess up and like accidentally shift into like the wrong gear with the t56 but yeah i can I'm see that happening really yeah especially if you don't have like a good shifter if you have like a stock shifter that can kind of like um like with the cts like there's not so the difference between the, like the CTS transmission between the GTO and the Camaro would be like, so those kind of like they the shifter is mounted directly on top of inside like a compartment, so to speak, of the transmission. But like with yeah. the T56 on the Cadillacs, they have this weird linkage with like rubber bushings, and obviously oh, wow. rubber over time mixed with heat and oil and all that other shit. It, they go to shit real bad. I remember, like, there was times, like, I couldn't get into first or reverse just because of the bushings alone. Not because not the transmission was bad, but just because of the bushings. Dang, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, it's it's a super common problem with the CTSV transmission. I don't know anything about, um, like, the Camaro or the GTO. Oh, yeah. But. But anyways, man. Uh, anything we didn't touch on? That you wanted to get into? Um, we discussed the car, my goals. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, yeah, I, I feel like we pretty much covered everything. Because uh, since my my drifting is so new, there's not an insane amount of stuff to cover. But I think we covered everything that's like relevant to me right now. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I definitely wish you the best of luck, next year, and I can't wait. You know, we're gonna meet soon. Less yeah, than you, three months away. I, you know, in, unless some, uh, I'm kind of hoping on a deal to go through. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And if it doesn't go through, it, it may throw me off and it may not allow me to actually compete in all four rounds of the Drift League. Okay. I actually might, just depending on how things go, I do kind of have, I have like plan A, which is to run the Drift League if this deal goes through. And outside of the Drift League, I was going to, I definitely want to do LS Fest West. Oh yeah. Um, if that doesn't work out, if that deal does fall through, uh, my plan is to shut it down for the main season, like not run a full pro am season, and then I know that the uh, the shootouts are later in the year usually, so mm-hmm. the plan is to kind of like get ready for those and do as much seat time as I possibly can in oh, any yeah. event that I can get to. Even, like we have yeah. a local go kart track here called Adams Motorsport parkway Mm -hmm. and that's like every other saturday and that's either to drive those as much as possible to get ready for the um the shootout events because i would really 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 like to um, be competitive this year 
you know, uh-huh. in, a, in any spe- in any aspect. I don't necessarily need to gain my license, but I want to be at least competitive enough to to feel confidence go confident enough to go into the next season to actually gain my license. So that's the plan. Yeah. Within by twenty twenty one, I want to have my license. Well, awesome. Good luck on that. That'll yeah. be that'll be interesting to see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, ho- hopefully that shit works out, man. <laughs> yeah, it'll be awesome. <laughs> but um, but I do wish you the best of luck next year. Um, I can't wait Thank to you. to find out more info through Dave about his plans because I I really like that he he works with pro am and pros alike like on the same field and to kind of like yeah. kind of touch base on like what we're missing in the pro am field to what we should be doing in pro. Or maybe necessarily not, maybe what we're kind of doing too much of in Pro-Am and should be focusing more on other things. Because he's kind of like an outsider view. Obviously, he's not a driver, but he does see it. He's been around long enough to know the differences. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That'll be cool. Yeah. Actually, uh, Dave and my buddy Andrew, I, if I'm not mistaken, that was his introduction into drifting. Oh, cool. That's yeah, awesome. his first drifting video was my, with my buddy Andrew. And uh, that just kind of, it kind of snowballed into what he's doing right now. Not to say... That Andrew introduced him to anything, but it, you know, it, he, uh, he's definitely a significant piece in what he's doing right now. And I, I really, really appreciate Dave's work. It's fucking awesome. I've always said that since yeah, the first awesome video. Videos. No shit. And his edits are fucking killer. Yeah. Like he made a, I have a first episode of our IGTV, which we're going to be putting out soon, but it, I, I love it. Really nice. And he, he did such a good job on it, like with just the editing and how he cuts everything. I, I just think it's great. So no, for sure, Dave's a fucking madman. Yeah. yeah. Also, especially like his pro videos are so good and everything. Like I, I just can't wait to see like my car doing it and the videos and stuff. It's gonna be cool. Yeah, actually, he's a part of the deal, sort of, in the, oh. the deal I'm trying to make with the certain company right now. And if if all goes through, he's we're he and I will be working a little bit together next year. Uh, that'd be amazing that'd be awesome. yeah if i can get like a full ride from this company i was like if i get a full ride from you i can afford this yeah and if i can afford this like we're both gonna be doing all right so you know trying yeah, to that's really cool. yeah have you uh bef- sorry but before i let you go have you decided to work with any sponsors do you know how to reach out to them like especially having a dad that was fucking in motorsports for so long yeah like, i i feel like um I, I'm definitely going to try to go and get some sponsors. I don't know how to go about it, but I would love to get, like, any sort of a sponsor that can help me with, like, parts or tires or anything like that would just be awesome. Yeah, um, just a heads up. So in the Drift League, we have Milestar Tires. Okay. Um, and they are a driver support program, and they're pretty decently priced. And I would hit them up and say, hey, I'm going to be doing this and kind of see if, you know, try a set of tires out and see if you like them or if you can get used to them. That might that, be beneficial yeah, for you. Definitely. I'll definitely try that out because that, that seems awesome. Yeah. Uh, talk to Dave a little bit about it more because he's working with Ruthina. I don't know if you know who she is. Yeah, I know who she is. Yeah, she uh, she ran them all last year, and she's actually, like, the coordinator for – or is she the – I don't know her exact title for the Drift League. Um, but she's the one that runs the whole show. That's awesome. So, uh, he might be able to tell you, like, yes or no on him. Yeah. But yeah, exactly. Anyways, man, good luck next year. Uh, I wish you the best. Yeah. And uh, thank, thank you. you for coming on, dude. I really do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. It was a great time. All right, man. You have a good night, sir. <laughs> you too, man. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.